Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. Today we're gonna draw a power regression trend line over the gold price. So here we are once again, our gold price curve over 50 plus years since the Nixon shock and gold began to float freely in the market, really for the first time ever, um, at least in the modern era. Before then, it was always pegged to some national currency. And this is the last curve we're going to look at. Remember the four basic curves that I introduced in the first video? Four curves that you can draw are a linear regression trend line, a logarithmic regression trend line, exponential regression trend line, and this is the fourth one, a power regression. Now, power curves are a little bit weird. Uh, depending on the type of data, they can look uh, quite a bit different than the logarithmic and or the exponential uh, curve. And I'll show you what I mean in just a second here. But let's look at the formula. So as always, we have a formula to calculate the trend line, the power regression trend line here. And why we remember that's our dependent variable, which in our case, we're just looking at two variables here, the y-axis, which is price. Y equals AX raised to the power of B. X, we remember that's our independent variable, always that's time on the x-axis. And then we have A and B, our coefficients. A, as always, that's our y-intercept. That is where the trend line is going to pass through the y-axis. At what value is the trend line going to pass through the y-axis? And then we have it raised to the power of b. b is our second coefficient. That's the slope. And this effect of raising it to b really creates this uh, logarithmic or non-linear effect. But depending on how the data shakes out, the curve could look more like an exponential curve, or it could look more like a logarithmic curve. In either case, it's definitely not linear. It's not a straight line. It is a curve. But it could look uh, concave down or concave up. So here's what I mean by that. Just very basic. We're only going to look at the gold price as we've been doing on a linear scale. Uh, tune in for the next video on Bitcoin when we turn power curves into a log scale. Plus, it's just easier to look at Bitcoin on log scale. Uh, but here we have just the standard linear type of a chart, both axes. You can see they go up to 10 linearly. Uh, the price and time, they count up to 10 linearly in, in this simple diagram. And basically, depending on how the data shakes out, the power regression could look more like a logarithmic curve, which is the top curve that you see, where it's concave down. Or you can have it look more like an exponential trend where it's concave up. So again, very simple diagram here just to show you that power regression on a linear scale can be a little bit weird, a little bit intimidating at first, but it's really not. Uh, it's a relatively straightforward formula, as you just saw, but you just have to plot it and see how the data shakes out to see how the curve looks. So let's go back to our chart here. We've gone through this timeline many, many times now. As I said, this is our last video on the four basic types of trend lines. This is our fourth regression over the gold price. So let's go ahead and draw it. 
Here we go. Power regression based on the gold price over 617 months of gold price history. And there it is. Now it's a very gradual curve. You will notice here. See how it's very gradual, but it is slightly, slightly concave down, meaning the bump kind of moves up, concave down, concave up. You might remember that from, from school. Uh, the curve is, is concave down. So basically, uh, the bump is on the top. And you can see the curve is just slightly, slightly concave. It almost looks linear. It almost looks linear. With this example, with this data, with this gold price history, you can see that the curve almost looks linear. Let's run our tooltip over it. Back when the Nixon shock occurred, August, September, 19. Uh, 71. Let's get the cursor over it there. Let's start in November. November 30th, 1971. Gold price was $44 per ounce. And the power regression, uh, a little bit under that, $26 per ounce. And then when we go to the uh, 1980 top, we are at, again, month end, $600 plus dollars per gold. And the trend line is $280. Remember, gold topped for about two seconds on the COMEX uh, and the world markets in 1980. And then fell into this, this uh, bear market for the next 20 years until the year 2000 started to trend up again. And we catch that data. So very similar to the linear trend line, uh, it was below the trend line for a long time and now it's above the trend line for a long time. And remember, this is all time uh, since the Nixon shock, 50 plus years, 617 months of monthly frequency, uh, month end gold price data. That's how we draw this line. So the next question that we might be wondering is, well, how good is the fit? Let's look at R squared. R squared, as I'm showing there in the tooltip, also showing you in the legend, 70%. 70%. And, and let's hopefully this should be automatic by now. What does this mean? Well, let's go ahead and take a look at the all time average. Remember, our all time average gold price hasn't changed. It's the same amount of data. The last data point is December 2022, where gold was $1,812 an ounce. All time average $643 per ounce. So we have the mean, which is the dotted line. That's the flat dotted line across the chart. And then we have this slightly, slightly concave down. That means the bump is up. Uh, power regression on a linear scale here. And we want to know how good is the fit. Well, what R squared tells us has directly to do with the mean. And it directly has to do with the variance of the data around the trend line versus the data around the mean. So let's just really quickly do it once again. Let's take the, the regression off. Let's look at the trend line, uh, excuse me, let's look at the mean. Again, this is the mean, all-time average price, flat line. As we've said in earlier videos, the mean in early years, when you're looking at these long, long-term trends, and, and again, this is not rolling averages, we're not trying to trade this, day trade this or anything. We can see that the long-term average is well above the pricing data for the first 30 years. It's well above 35 years, actually well well above the gold price and then once we get to a time of uh, 
the commodities boom, more uncertainty, the global financial crisis, so on and so forth, it's well above the long time average uh, of the window that we're looking to calculate this data. It's well above. So what R squared does, let's put the trend line back in. Again, slightly, slightly concave down line. Looks very similar to linear, if you remember that from our first video on linear regression. Uh, R squared is simply telling us that the price moves around the trend line, that is the black solid line, with 70% less variability. The variance is 70% less up or down on either side of the trend line, the distance between the price and the trend line is 70% less overall than if you did that same variance calculation over the mean. The variance is 70% less around the trend line than the variances of the price around the mean. And that makes sense, right? Because we can go a long time here, uh, 35 years without you know, only basically once kissing the all-time average uh, in 1980. And then again, we shoot above it in 2006 and 2007, and then we're above it. And we haven't touched it since for the price of gold. So clearly uh, this sloping curve, it would make sense if we can say that the relationship between price and time around this trend line the variance, it's 75% less or 75% better around the trend line than it is around the all time mean. So we've covered that same thing again and again in the prior videos. That is how a power regression looks. And then of course, the last thing to show with the power regression is let's just reset the zoom. And let's see where the curve predicts us out as we've been doing in the past out to 2030. So we have the trend line, uh, the data and the all time average, of course, fall out in December 2022. Now we're just growing. We're growing. We're growing. Notice how gradual we're growing here. We're growing, growing, growing that trend line to December 31st, 2030, $1,048 per ounce. Now, when we get to the Bitcoin chart, which will be in our very next video, we're going to see uh, a difference in how this power curve looks, both on linear and log scales. Again, we don't even have to go into log scale here just because it's very, uh, it's a simple chart. We can see it. We can see that gold is, you know, 35, 40, 50 bucks an ounce all the way back here in the early years, just the nature of the chart, the nature of the way that the gold price works. We don't actually need log scale. And plus we can see with our tooltip uh, very easily what the price is. And, and with our own eyes, we can see what it is. But Bitcoin will show us something very, very different. So stay tuned for that. And then that basically brings me to the conclusion of this regression analysis series on the gold price. We've covered a linear trend line, logarithmic trend line, exponential trend line, and a power regression trend line. How did they all shake out? What was the best trend line that fit over the price of gold over the last 50 years? Well, here's how it looks. The price that we want to look at, uh, and again, this is on a monthly frequency, so we're in January 2023. As far as our data is concerned, the gold price hasn't changed. Uh, the last available price in our data is $1,812 per troy ounce. And let's go ahead and first look at those R squareds. So remember, the number that is, if, if R squared was 100%, if it was one, the data would 
absolutely track the trend line one-to-one. -one. It would be a perfect fit over the trend line. So certainly the higher number is the better. Our linear trend line was 70%. Logarithmic trend line was 41%. Exponential trend line, 75%. And the power curve regression was 70%. Goodness of fit, R squared. So very simply, we can see that the analysis tells us that the exponential trend line was the best fit for the gold price over the last 50 years. Now I hasten to say again, remember as I've said in a few of the prior videos, these three logarithmic, exponential, and power regression trend lines, they are non-linear curves. They're logistic, they are non-linear trend lines, and you do have to be careful relying solely on R squared with non-linear trend lines. You can look at plenty of other statistics like standard error of the regression, but for here we're just gonna use our eye test and we're gonna use a little common sense and we're actually gonna look at what the trend line predicted in values at certain time periods. So let's go ahead and look at that. The price again, as I said today, is $1,812 per troy ounce. So what is the gold price predicting on the linear trend line now? Well, it's predicting $1,384 per ounce. Not too far away, not too far away from the actual price. Now, if we were in Bitcoin land, <laughs> $500 away from the actual price might seem pretty good, might seem very good, in fact. But we're not in Bitcoin land here. We're in the land of the yellow metal and $500 away from the actual price uh, might not be the best trend line. We can just assume that. So let's go ahead and look at logarithmic. Where was the logarithmic curve by the time we got to today? The logarithmic curve was even worse. It predicted a value of $977 per ounce today. And we see, well, that's even farther away from the price today. How about exponential? Exponential is much better. Exponential is much better. The price predicted is $1,625 per ounce. $1,625 per ounce today. That's only roughly you know, a little less than $200 away from the price today. And then we have the power curve that we just went over. What was the price predicted today for the power curve? Actually, the worst one of the four, $946 per ounce, $946 per ounce. So it's the worst curve from this very simple column analysis, this perspective uh, about where the price should be based on the trend line and where the price actually is based on the market. And then one more column, let's just look at the price in 2030. This is maybe just more for fun, more for interest, but we can also see if there's something that looks absurd uh, versus something that doesn't. So linear, where does the linear trend line predict the gold price to be in 2030? $1,614 per ounce. So it's trending up, as we know. All these trend lines have gone up in the case of gold. Um, $1,614 now, it's still below the price today, but that's, that's what it is. How about logarithmic? Well, logarithmic, as we might expect, based on where the price predicted now is, uh, in 2030, only $1,137 per ounce. So in 2030, the trend line is still about $700 away from the actual price. How about exponential? 
exponential predicts something that we might expect, that we might expect. It's higher price than today, which has roughly been the case over the last 50 years. Although, again, I hasten to say this is math. This is statistics. This is not a guarantee. This is not past performance will equal future results. This is very, very simply a trend line analysis. But seeing a price of roughly $2,400 per ounce, uh, and we have a 75% R squared, we can say, well, okay, that, that might make sense. That, that might be the general trend of gold uh, over the next seven years or so. And then we have our last one that we just did today, the power curve. Where does that predict the price of gold in December 31st, 2030? $1,048 per ounce. So on December 31st, 2030, $1,048 per ounce. That's only a little bit higher than the prediction uh, today, which is kind of interesting. You see that that curve actually grows the uh, slowest of all the curves uh, that we plotted. So again, using some common sense, using the price that we know gold is today, using the history that we know, using the eye test, using R squared, we can see that that doesn't seem to be as good of a curve either. And so then that brings us to our final conclusion of the series. Over the last 50 years, what is the trend line that fits the price of gold the most, the best, the best goodness of fit? It is indeed the exponential regression trend line. That is the trend line that seems to show the strongest relationships between price and time. It seems to make the most sense using the eye test, using common sense, looking at the price today. And of course, it has the highest R squared. We have covered gold in the linear sense, logarithmic, exponential, and power curve perspective. We've made the conclusion that the exponential regression trend line is the best goodness of fit for the gold price over the last 50 years. Hope you enjoyed this. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow.